is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book three, Moving Up and Moving On. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week. And if you like what you hear, all five Showstride's books are currently available on Amazon. You're listening to Showstrides, Moving Up and Moving On, by Piper Clem and Rennie Dybal. Chapter 15. The next morning, Tally expected Mac to be serious, if not downright nervous, in the hotel room. But Mac simply looked excited. I can't believe I'm in the first section, Mac said. It's actually great, though. Waiting around is so hard. She stifled a yawn. It was 4.30 in the morning, and Mac would be modeling Joey in that first group beginning at 7 o'clock sharp, and then would move into their undersaddle class. While Mac put on her show shirt, breeches, and garter straps, Tally dressed in show breeches and a plain blue polo shirt, tucked in, and topped with a stretchy belt. Tally wanted to look professional for the people trying goose. The girls and their moms piled into the rental car quietly, as though trying not to disturb anyone still sleeping in the hotel. They arrived at the horse park 15 minutes later and went straight to the barn where the field ridge ponies were stabled. Mac and Ryan talked a bit, and Tally slipped into Goose's stall. He was lying down, his forelock adorned with shavings. Could you be any cuter? Tally asked with a laugh, squatting down next to the pony. Don't get up. I brought you a hotel apple. She made Goose eat it in a few bites rather than letting him wolf the whole thing down. At 6 a.m., Ryan and Lupe had the golf cart packed with Mac's show jacket, saddle, and show pad. Lupe led Joey on the long walk to the ring, while the girls rode with Ryan. The showgrounds were still waking up, the quiet surroundings punctuated now and again by a whinny or a trainer calling out instructions. Tally found a spot along the rail with Lupe to watch the first group of ponies model as the announcer called for the ponies to stand head-to-tail on the line. It was all a lot more elaborate than she'd seen at their shows back home. The kids were dressed in their riding clothes, including their helmets, even though no one would be mounted in this particular class. Most of the ponies had on those thick, fake tails that were typical for big shows. The riders were working hard to perfect the ponies' positioning and expressions. They all seemed to stand just right on their own, Tally said to Lupe. Yeah, the ones who show in the big time know how to stand themselves up, Lupe told her. But the rider still needs to get that good expression out of them and jog them in front of the judges. Joey can be a stinker about the model. He can? Yes, hopefully not today, but we will see. Joey was lined up in the middle of the pack and looked content, even a little sleepy. Though Mac tried to get the pony's attention here and there, Tally could tell she was waiting until the judges came over to pull out her bag of tricks. When the judges were just a pony or two away, Joey developed an itch on his belly behind his front leg, and it had to be scratched right at that moment. Oh no, she heard Lupe whisper, and he ran his hands down his face. Right now? He's choosing to scratch his belly right now? Tally asked. But Mac shook her head and smiled. Just as the judges headed toward Joey, he gave the spot on his belly one last swipe with his teeth. Mac quickly dug her fingers into that spot herself, itching it for him. Joey responded by sticking his head straight up in the air and flipping his top lip up for a moment. He followed that with a quick full body shake before settling into model. 
Oh, Joey, Lupe whispered, and Tally laughed. It did, however, look like the pony would get his act together just in time. Max stood with one leg bent in front of her and the other straight behind, moving something around in her fingers to get Joey's attention. He pricked his ears forward, doing his part. The photographer snapped away the whole time, and Joey held his calm, alert expression. Lupe seemed relieved. When it was Max's turn to jog the shiny chestnut, his coat was really gleaming in the early morning sunlight, he trotted behind her happily as usual. Lupe said something into his walkie-talkie and then turned to Tally. See you back for the hack, yeah? Tally nodded. She had a long walk around to the other side of the walnut ring, and Lupe had to saddle the pony and make sure Mac looked her best for the next class. Tally walked behind the big VIP tents all the way around to the Path of Tears, but the ponies weren't lined up to hack yet. She stood in line to buy a smoothie, overhearing a trainer talk to a mom about the medium pony over fences class the next day. They jump in reverse order, the trainer was saying. She got a solid score in the model, so if she hacks well too, we'll jump later in the day. If she scores low in the hack, she'll jump earlier. Once Tally had her strawberry banana smoothie in hand, she made her way back toward the fence line on the other side of the walnut ring. It had been divided into two for the model on one side, the undersaddle on the other. She made it back just in time. Section one of our medium ponies, please come on into the rail. Mac and Joey walked into the ring together, Joey's hooves shining from well-timed applications of hoof polish. Spread out and trot, please, riders, said the announcer. Mac invisibly asked Joey to trot, and he responded in his usual floaty style, as though he was barely touching the ground. Most of the other ponies had little or no white on their legs, so Joey's high white socks were particularly eye-catching. Obviously, markings didn't win ribbons for ponies, but it was hard to ignore it when a pony looked as flashy as Joey. There were about a dozen mediums in this section. Tally noticed that a couple ponies seemed annoyed when their fake tails got caught in between their hind legs. Others, including Joey, held their tails up high so that they floated and bounced behind them. It might have been pony finals, but this was your typical undersaddle class. Walk, trot, walk, canter, reverse direction. At the end of the class, though, the ponies were asked to halt out of their canter, something you didn't always see in the show ring. These ponies knew the drill, though. Everyone halted promptly and quietly. Tally had no idea how a judge would begin to order so many gorgeous ponies. When the first section of mediums lined up for the judges to take a final look, the second section began walking in. This show was choreographed to the last detail, and it was impressive to watch. Tally met Mac and Joey at the bottom of the hill below the walnut ring. Mac looked really happy. Hey, you guys looked great, Tally said. Thanks, Mac answered, smiling. Ryan was happy with how both classes went for us. So now we wait. I honestly don't care so much about our scores. I just hope we have a good course tomorrow. I'll be so happy if we get around and we're solid. Tally walked back to their barn alongside Joey and Mac, who stayed mounted. She took Goose out to graze until Ryan asked her, via Lupe, to get him ready for the trial. Tally bit her lip. She couldn't even think about tearing up right now. She had a job to do for Ryan. Plus, he said it was only an outside chance that G would get snapped up at pony finals. Maybe this would just be practice for other trials on the pony. Back at the schooling rings, Tally trotted and cantered Goose in both directions and popped over both outside lines. Ryan didn't seem to have much to say to her. He was busy chatting with the potential buyer and her trainer. 
For his part, Goose acted like he'd been cantering around this ring his whole life. Come on over, Tal. Ryan called to her from the middle of the ring. Go ahead and hop off. Tally, this is Olivia. Olivia Tally. Hi, Tally said. Nice to meet you. You too, the little girl replied. Her trainer swapped out Tally's saddle for Olivia's. Tally went to grab hers, but Lupe was already in the ring to take it from them. In just a matter of seconds, this new rider was up on Goose's back, trotting around. Olivia had a short lesson with her trainer, and G was pretty close to perfect for them. Olivia pet the pony's neck over and over again when they were finished. Tally could tell she liked him. Olivia walked the pony over to Tally when she was done. Ryan and the trainer chatted some more, while Tally loosened G's girth and gave him a big, appreciative pat. You can take him to Lupe. Thanks for your help, Tal, Ryan said, and the other trainer thanked her as well. Tally handed the pony to Lupe and gazed at the ring once more. Were these going to be Goose's new owners? At dinner that night, Tally and Mac discussed the news from the day with their moms. They knew the biggest piece of news already. Joey came in 14th place overall in the undersaddle, out of 150 ponies. Everyone knew he was a good mover, but it was still exciting to hear that he did that well out of such a huge field. Mac carried the lime green ribbon with her the rest of the day. Tally didn't blame her. This was a show where ribbons were quite hard to come by. So what's the deal with tomorrow? Mac's mom asked. When will you go? And where is Joey in the standings? With Joey's combined hack and model scores, he's jumping 124th tomorrow, which means he's 26th place overall out of 150. Ryan said a great trip could move us up a lot. There's just so much room for error in that ring. Easy with the ribbon pressure there, Mac Attack, Tally said with a little laugh. I know. I'm not actually nervous or putting pressure on us, said Mac. I never expected to get any ribbon at Pony Finals, so the fact that we got one in the hack is amazing. What about you, Tally? What's on the schedule for Goose tomorrow? Mac's mom asked. Tally told the group about Ryan's report. The buyers were quite interested in Goose. Another prospective buyer would be trying G in the morning, and a few hours later, Olivia would be riding him again. It's great timing, Tally added, because Mac won't show over fences until the afternoon, and obviously I can't miss her. You're being so mature about all this sales talk, Tally's mom said. Mac's mom nodded. It's got to be hard knowing he could get sold while we're here. It is, said Tally, taking a knife to cut her newly arrived chicken sandwich in half. But it's not like it's a surprise. I've known for a while that he could possibly get sold here. Everyone had dessert and got to bed by 9 o'clock. A good night's sleep would be essential for the last full day at Pony Finals. Hello, this is Dana from Loracea, coming to you today from Italy. If you're at the Washington International Horse Show, be sure to come by and see us in person. It's the perfect time to get a jump start on your holiday shopping. We have presents for loved ones and presents for oneself. Whether it's a surprise or a gift that is on a carefully curated list, we know that your holiday gifts are all lovingly purchased. This holiday season, you can also shop in person at our Wellington showroom or 24-7 online at lauracea.com. Find the perfect gift at Loracea and perfect the art of gifting. I am a school horse, and it's my job to teach people how to ride. Eddie takes great pride in giving riding lessons, but when he moves to a new barn that's full of show horses, he begins to doubt himself and his place in the world, all while his rider is doing the same. 
a story of self-acceptance and friendship for all ages, Good Boy Eddie captures the special bonds we form with animals and what we learn about ourselves along the way. You can find Good Boy Eddie at thepladhorse.com, as well as on Amazon in paperback, for Kindle, and for Audible. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring. 